Welcome to Victorious Living. And so we see that uh, Paul then here at Rome, he exhorts them to continue instantly, consistently, and regular in their prayer life. His message was, let us individually develop our prayer life as well as our life of faith and give that supply to the body of Christ. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan is going to continue his series from last week. This is part two of Why Pray. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us why pray. If one can put a thousand to flight, two can put what? Ten thousand to flight. You know, I thought about the uh, story in the Old Testament about when, uh, when the Hittite, Hittites and the Amorites and the and the termites and all the mites were, were agreeing or were coming against Israel. And you know the story there, how they gathered all of their children together and all the adults and they prayed and they fasted. Then God told them, said, go out to the cliff to Ziz. See, what, what, what he wanted was he wanted all of the people to be in agreement before they got to the cliff of Ziz. So if you remember the story in the Bible, when all of Israel and the little ones and so forth, when they got out to the cliff of Ziz, after they had followed the instructions, guess what happened when they got to the cliff of Ziz? God intervened and the enemy turned on themselves. So it's so important, you know, the prayer of agreement is to agree on the basis of the word of God so that we have the uh, our prayers become effectual. Now in Romans chapter 12, verses 10 through 12, Paul in his writings writes this. He says, be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love. So I guess that just eliminates me talking about you. Huh? That kind of eliminates me criticizing you. Lord, am I hitting a cold? What am I hitting here this morning? That eliminates me expressing my opinion about you in a negative way. Huh? That eliminates me gossiping about you. Huh? Yes, it does. It eliminates that. Why? Because those are deadly enemies to our prayer life and to our walk in faith with God. So... You need to know that. I needed to know that. So he said, be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love. In honor, preferring one another, not slothful or slow or, or unattentive or whatever the words are. In business, fervent, red hot, zealous, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So now, now watch out of here now. That means that we serve in the Lord, not just when we come to church. Y'all help me now. I'm, I'm, I'm doing better preaching y'all. Come on, help me. 
So he said, uh, he said, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. Now the word instant there, it doesn't mean that you're on your knees 24 hours a day. It doesn't mean that at all. Instant in prayer can, has a number of meanings that it carries, but one of the meanings, instant means earnest, continuing earnestly in prayer. And the word then that they use to describe the word earnest or earnestly, it means this. It means serious and devoted and committed to the cause. So this is what Paul is writing to the church at Rome. He said, uh, verse 12, he says, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, patient. See, when you get out of patience, that means you get out of faith. It really does. When you are impatient, what does that mean? That something's not happening as quick as you think it ought to happen. And so impatient can rob you of faith. It can, it can rob you of continuing on the basis of the word, your walk with God. Otherwise, you know, if you become impatient because it doesn't look like God has done it, it doesn't look like God's going to do it, guess what? You're going to get out of faith. And you know something else you're going to get out of? You're going to get out of love. If you're impatient with somebody, that means you want to talk to them. Or if you're impatient about a situation, you want to talk about the situation or to the situation. And sometimes it's not faith that you're talking in. Okay, is everybody still with me? So the word instant in prayer means earnest, continuing earnest in prayer. Earnest meaning serious and devoted and committed to a prayer life. Not just to a prayer, not just to a need in your life. All right. Good deal. So Paul's exhortation was not just for one of the saints in Rome, but to every saint in the church at Rome to not let go of their individual faith and prayer life. So I would encourage myself this morning in that. I want to encourage you as well. Don't let go of your faith life. Don't let go of learning all you can about faith. Don't let go of uh, of feeling or if, if the sensing of it's no need for faith in my life until I need faith in my life, if that makes sense. Uh, don't let go with the thought, I need faith in my life every day. I need faith to love people. I need faith to be kind to people. I need faith in God to read his word. I need faith in God to pray. So, so don't let go of your faith life when, uh, when it looks like you don't need God. When it looks like, you know, that there's nothing on the horizon, nothing in the present, uh, everything's hunky-dory. Everything is all right. Don't lose your faith life. Don't lose your love and your kindness. Amen. When somebody cuts in front of you. Not just in your car, but in the McDonald's line. Or wherever, whatever, however. 
Don't do that every day. Be aware of how you are to walk, how you are to conduct yourself, how you are to be zealous, how you are to be fervent, how you are to be on fire because do it when there is no need present and when troubles come, you'll be so glad that you took your stand way before the trouble showed its head. You'll be so glad. Amen. And so we see that uh, Paul then here at Rome, he exhorts them to continue instantly, consistently and regular in their prayer life. His message was, let us individually develop our prayer life as well as our life of faith and give that supply to the body of Christ. Amen. As you pray for the body. Amen. All right, now let's go over to the book of James. Go over to the book, 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 book of James. I didn't realize it was just 930. <laughs> James chapter five, verses 16, a part of the verse, it says this, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now, if I ask, uh, if I ask you this morning in this, just in this group together here today, uh, are you righteous? Now, see, that's half of you. Now, let me try that again. Are you righteous? How do you know you're righteous? Because the word tells you if you have done what the word tells you to do in receiving Christ, then you learn in that that you are now in right standing with God. Sometimes if you're impatient and all these things I've talked about, it will cause you to lose sight of the fact that through the work of Christ, through the blood of Jesus, that you have been made righteous, that you do not work to get righteous. You are made to be righteous. He who knew no sin was made to be sin. I like to say it, to be a sin offering. But anyway, uh, he who knew no sin was made to be sin so that I could be made the righteousness or be made right with God in my confession of receiving him into my life as my savior. So he who knew no sin was made to be sin, made to carry my sins, made to carry the punishment of my sins. He who knew no sin was made to be sin. So you who believe, those who believe upon Christ so that they could be made in right standing with God. So if you're righteous, you are in right standing with God. You are the righteousness, those who are in right standing with God. Now, the devil wants to work on your mind and people help him. <laughs> teaching, religious teaching has helped people to feel unrighteous. Religious teaching has helped people feel unrighteous, trying to equate righteousness with works. No, no, no. Works goes to your reward when you get to heaven. Righteousness here on the earth 
allows us to come into the presence of God without the sense of guilt, condemnation, or all of the other negative things that, that would come to our mind. So we are the righteousness of God. You know that, I know that, we've been taught that, but we don't ever wanna forget that. Amen, so let me, let me go back to James chapter five, part of the 16th verse. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails the most. Now notice, notice what he said. You know, sometimes you, if you don't read but one sentence out of the Bible today and you're getting something out of it, that's good. Amen. The effectual fervent prayer. It did not say the prayer of a righteous man because the prayer of a person could be all, all over the place. Like, well, you know, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. You know, I just don't feel worthy. Well, how do you know what worthy feels like? But, but now you tell me you know what unworthy feels like. So now we're running on our feelings. We're, 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 we're just uh, running on our feelings. How I many of you know you feel better now than you did when you first got up this morning? If you didn't, listen, we'll say the eulogy over you. but I feel different than when I got up this morning. It's our hope that today's message, Why Pray, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD of this week's message, please request offer 33. This week's special offer is 33. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.